0: And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us again today. My name is Diego Ochoa. I'm superintendent with the San Mateo Foster City School District, and you're here on the One SMFC podcast. This is where we bring together groups of people who care about our school district and our students, and we talk about everything that matters to us. And today is a really, really fun addition. I think maybe in the next month or so, a lot of parents are going to start to hear from their kids at all our four middle schools, like, hey, there's a class that we're doing, and it's just... Different. There's just, I'm doing things that I think parents are going to come back and say, so there's an engine in the classroom? There's an actual, like, where's the car? No, no, there's no car, but there's an engine. Um, And we're here to talk about our Paxton Patterson program at our middle schools. I'm going to let my colleagues, three wonderful colleagues, introduce themselves, starting with
1: I'm Ian Castellick, and I'm the program specialist for science.
2: Thank you for being here, Ian. My pleasure. I'm Mark Drum, and I'm one of the lucky teachers who gets to teach this new curriculum. And what school are you at, Mark? I'm at Burrell. Woo, woo.
0: Burrell's hey, Bob in the Cats. house. Hey Bobcats. hey, Bobcats. We see you. And who else is with us?
3: I'm Jessica Nottie, principal of Burrell Middle School.
0: And you're in your, is it ninth year there at the school?
3: I think I'm in my 15th year, ninth year as an administrator.
0: Okay, yeah, and before that, you taught at the school.
3: And I was a coach, a new teacher coach for induction, too.
0: Wonderful, wonderful, Mm -hmm. and now you're back as a school principal. Last year was our first year back from the pandemic, um, and we're here today with a real focus on science, and um, being new to the district last year, I didn't really know what I was walking into. I had um, just done all the research I could do on our websites and on our plans, but until you get into schools, you don't really know what you're working with. About last October, I sat down with our assistant superintendent, David Chambliss. I said, David, what would you say is the most exciting elective class we offer our middle schoolers? What gets the kids up out of bed? And they said, well, especially at your school, Jessica and Mark, the choir program the incredible and the music program. And the, you know, they talked about many of the cool electives that we had there. And I said, what about STEM? They said, well, we're kind of working on that. I said, you know, I'd be interested for you all to go see a program, but it's not really around here. They're hosting an event for educators to go see their program, but it's actually over the state line over in Oregon. And Ian, that's where you come in. I said, who can you take with you? And he said, I think we should take our two science specialists. And that's Ian, where you come in. Right. Yeah. So tell us about that. David comes to see you. And then what do you guys do?
1: We booked a flight that day, I think, after talking with you, and uh, we went up on a tour that was already set up and joined um, teachers from Texas and several other states, and we were able to go see several middle schools and high schools and to look at the different programs that Paxton Patterson had um, developed and they were using on the And sides. it was like a
0: road show. It was like a road show. Yeah, so yeah, you're all much. going together, you all get to the school. I'm
1: assuming they do some kind of orientation about what they're doing and why, and Right. We spoke with their administrators at each site and um, had an opportunity to talk with all the teachers as well that were teaching the classes. And we were just asking a bunch of questions, you know, how do you get this started? What are the pitfalls? What are the real highs that go along with the program? And not a single teacher had anything negative to say.
0: And that's rare in education because one of the things that teachers, uh, a lot of parents don't know this, but one of our pastimes is to criticize anything new in education. You guys can laugh into the microphone, too, and the parents will think, oh, he's not very funny. He said things that I think he was trying to make them laugh, but nobody laughed, so you can just laugh right into right. that microphone, just, I can see it, it's coming out. Don't hide it from these parents. They want to hear it, um, but one of our pastimes, we love to tear anything down that's new, anything Absolutely. that's different, anything that challenges us, but you went there, and basically, your your colleagues in education, your, your fellow teachers were saying, oh, we really like this program, and this is what it's about, and... And this is what what we feel like we should do. So you come back with Angel, and with David Chambliss, our assistant superintendent. I meet with these folks, and from there I say, well, they're they're pretty jazzed. You all were pretty excited. Very much. I said so. the next step is let's get our principals and assistant principals involved in this conversation. So I go call a meeting over at Abbott Middle School, but I call mm-hmm. all the assistant principals and principals from our four um, middle schools. So they show up, and I kind of do my rah rah. This is what we're doing, and this is what's going on. And the room was just sort of quiet. They were like, "Hmm, hmm, okay." So small engines and they're taking blood and um, cooking, and they just. I think it was just Jessica. You're you know you can chime in here, but to me, my I it was just kind of like I was speaking a different language. What did what do you recall from that? That interaction.
3: I remember that like it was yesterday. The I think thinking about what was possible and letting that sink in that students were going to be so interactive because prior to that in our electives, like you said, we have awesome music and drama and we have Spanish. Um, we oh did gosh!
0: Th- remember the performance they did at the high school? Oh like, yeah! Incredible perform! Like you have amazing kids at Burrell super awesome electives.
3: And they're so they're so creative. And so to think about this elective and we call it Paxton and Patterson is like the company name, but we call it college and career exploration. CCE. CCE. Yeah. You know, we like acronyms. We do. Hey.
0: We an- like em. another pastime for education. Another
3: pastime. I was going to yet. Yeah, thank you for laughing. And <laughs> and so to to think about students doing things with their hands. And, and being able to create and explore something that they were going to do in college or a career. So we went, um, so after that pitch at Abbott Middle School, we did our own road trip, and we all caravaned down to Modesto. Yeah. to see students.
0: There wasn't one in like Carmel or somewhere really.
3: No, fancy no, or amazing. No. <laughs> there, was,
0: there was no road show happening in Santa Barbara.
3: But it was beautiful okay. in Modesto. So and you went to Modesto. We went yes. to Modesto. Hey, and we
0: 99 w- Freeway, San Joaquin Valley. Yeah. Go for it. So you go to Modesto, and it was at, it's somewhat kind of like the, the event that Ian and David and Angel went to, right? It was like a road show in a mm-hmm.
3: sense. Yeah, so different people came together, and what I was struck by is, I mean, what you said in motion, and it was students um, from all over the world and speaking different languages and working in groups collaboratively, and we talk about that so much and the importance of working together um, to work through these different units of study. You know, some students were pretending, not pretending, they were practicing how to be a vet. Or practicing how, I love sports, how to tape an ankle. And they were doing it.
0: And these were things you saw kids doing?
3: Things we saw them doing. And we were like, let's, we were on board.
0: So you get back in the car. I recall I I visited Bowditch that day because I was covering for Caleb, the principal of Bowditch, because he was with you all. Mm -hmm. So as school's closing out, I pick up the phone and call you. And I just recall, just like, yes, we have to do this. Like, I understand it now. It wasn't just your boss at the time saying, hey, we're going to try this new thing. It was, I saw it happening, and I want this to happen. And at that time, the next step was to find the teachers for this class. So let's turn to your colleague here over at Burrell. Mark, how would you get involved in this, and what do you recall about that process?
2: Well, I mean, I am new to the district this year, so I applied for a position, and during the interview, I was told that, well, we're thinking of you for two different things, and here's the one. Which is this amazing new elective that we're doing and that kids are going to work independently in pairs and they're going to do this and that. And I'm sitting there going, that sounds unbelievable is what my inner voice was saying. And I was going, yeah, that sounds great. And, um, you know, and then I got the job. Thank you. And then he we beat had, out
0: the rest. <laughs> Everybody
2: else did not reach his level. There we go. Okay. And then went to training. Uh, yeah. Ms. Merced sounded nice. We went to Yuba City. Okay. And I know Yuba City. In, in, in August, which was Ooh. really warm. So it was 106.
0: <laughs> at least. Yeah. But uh, you could get a sandwich over at Subway, which was go.
2: just on Main Street. The, um, but we went and actually, instead of seeing the road show, we mm-hmm. saw a school that actually had this implemented and could see how their setup was and could talk not only to the Paxton Patterson people but to an actual teacher teaching this in the trenches who gave us all sorts of great insight as to how to organize and how to set it up and all the different things. Because it, when you hear it described, it really sounds like herding cats. Yeah. Because in my room, I have 16 different stations It's it's
0: really 16 different lessons.
2: 16 different units. And each pair of kids is going to be at one of those doing something different than all the other kids in the class. That's right. And they're going to be seeing their friends doing something that they're going to want to do later. So they'll sign up for that one next, especially when they get to the introduction to culinary arts and they start making cookies and panini sandwiches yeah. and plating things that the, the other kids are going to go, that's what I want I want to do the
0: culinary next.
2: I want to <laughs> cook and yeah. eat. Um, but it is an amazing collection of things. Because yeah. um, when you start hearing some of these titles, it, it, it just – the imagination goes wild yeah. on what they're going to do. How are they going to do these things? And it's really set up for the kids to teach themselves how yes. to do it, yeah. to use the technology to read about the process, to watch videos on how to do it, mm-hmm. and then go and follow the instructions and follow the step-by-step instructions. And so it, it has lots of teacher supervision, but not a lot of teacher teaching. Um, I feel I'm more of a manager in this room than I am a teacher in the room.
0: and You're supervising the line. You're exactly. Looking at, you're looking at everybody and the roles that they're playing, and you're saying, I need to go check in with this group. I need to go find out what's happening here. The other thing, if you think about this for children with special needs and children who are English learners or newcomers, it really puts them in that really supportive environment where somebody else can be their partner and their pair. Right. But... Where it's not being done for them. Exactly. Where where no one's doing the learning for them and giving it to them and say, here, copy this down.
2: And they've got a room, you know, after the first round where everybody's in a station, and well, then they'll rotate to a different station. All of a sudden, every station has somebody else in the room who knows how to do it. And they can use each other as teachers. And, you know, we all have heard the adage that the best way to learn something is to teach it. And that's what we're going to be able to do in this class is really support the learning by having the kids help each other. And when they don't know what something is, they don't know how to do something. Well, they did it last time. Go talk to them. That's right. And then they'll be able to work together. And they're five feet away from that person. And they're five feet away from that other person. Exactly. It's going to be just the magical learning environment. It's very which, powerful. Yes, should be. Yeah.
0: And as a district, part of what we were aiming at with this change was to put some classes in our schedules that put the learning back in the hands of kids. To basically give them give them that agency to say I can choose to do this. I want to learn this. I'm excited to know more about you know, because if you think of the the span of the of the units that we have at your school, you have eighteen units. At Bowditch, they're not the same units. No. At Abbott, they are not the same units. They're different. Each school went through and thought about how to process to decide what units to pick. But within the whole scheme of this cCE course, this career college uh, exploration course, it's really built into a much bigger dimension of more like 80 to 90 units that are available, that are all a part of this. Because I think we want to see what the student experience is like for these first 90 to 120 days, to be able to decide if we're going to expand and purchase some more units for your school next year and say, you know, this unit isn't ready for sixth graders. This unit works better under these conditions, but maybe if we bought 12 more units we could divide the class up this way and can we get a second classroom and you know sort of really think about how to make this program accessible to kids assuming they're having the kind of learning experience which is that that really engaged and student directed learning experience that i think is behind it's it's sort of the underpinnings of the Pax and Patterson curriculum
2: and then behind all of this beyond yes they're learning to teach themselves independently. They're learning how to follow directions by themselves. At the end of each unit, there's this point where they have to go and explore and research what are the careers, if this is what I like, what are the possible careers out there? And then that leads them to a list of seven or eight different careers, and each one it tells you Here's how much education is required for that. And it's not all you gotta go to college and get four years plus of this and a that. It's quite a few of them are, yeah, you need a high school diploma and then you gotta go get a certificate. And then, because you get to type in your zip code, it will tell you how much you can expect to be made to make doing that job with that amount of education. And it puts some real weight behind. Oh I want to be a whatever the kid says.
0: And it's factual. It's based on real data. it's based on it's all looped into um, employment data and salary data. It's all regionalized. So mm-hmm. if you look up the uh, you know the average salary of electricians in San Mateo County, you're going to get a certain um, amount, but if you go and you change it to Little Rock, Arkansas, it's different. Because the system is, is taking that very regionalized data and applying it to the analysis that kids are doing. Because we, what we want kids to do is we want them to think about what might be ahead in the future for them and what it means to pursue an AA degree or, or certificate. But there are some career fields where earning an AA degree gives you access to job A, but earning a BA degree gives you access to job B and then earning your doctorate in the same field earns you access to jobs C, D, and E, and it's important that kids think about that and see how those career fields are part of a vertical dimension where you're saying this is an entry-level job, and the medical profession is a really great example, starting as a healthcare assistant to an LVN to an RN to an you know sort of what that scale looks like, and then thinking about what education is required and and You're working at Burrell. You're getting the program off the ground. Ian, you're working with all four middle schools, Bayside, Bowditch, Abbott, and Burrell. What's your your take on where we stand with this program?
1: I think the most powerful part of this program is that it broadens our students' horizons. I mean, the kids now at this point think about what they're going to do, and a lot of them traditionally will think about blogger, You know, they'll think about musician. They'll think about other things. They're all going
0: to get rich on YouTube.
1: Exactly. And this shows them other things that they may not have ever considered before. You know, it it opens up the ideas of what can be, what's possible. And they don't know what they like yet. They don't know what they're good at yet. And this can really enhance that It opens the door for them. It does. And as uh, Mark was saying Um, these units are two to three weeks. So even if a kid gets in a unit and they decide they really don't like it, they're not stuck there for very long, right? And then they can move on and try something else. They
0: move. And and as we move forward in this school year, part of what we're going to do is take that survey data, ask kids what their experience is like, what did they feel excited about, what units were the best, what units need to be tweaked, and what, what units are better for certain grade levels than others so that as we move into next school year's implementation, we're really knowledgeable on how our kids feel about what this program is doing for them. You three are not off the hook. You will be back in January to do a mid-year podcast because it's exciting to see this much student engagement happening and, and to see a program come basically come together over the span of a year i think we're really poised for a wonderful school year thank you all for being with me here today on the one smfc podcast